Kelly Zimbalukic, welcome back to Sunday Night at the TSO. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Last time we spoke, I think it was 2020, we were in the initial lockdowns. And as I recall, you were doing a lot of personal flute practice and a lot of instant pot cooking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I imagine that might have gotten pretty tired after a few months. Uh, how did you keep sane over the last year or so? Yeah, so cooking really only got me so far, <laughs> I guess. Um, you know, I've still been practicing a good amount. I mean, that's, you know, waned, I guess, in some respects and like increased too sometimes. But I also formed a flute and violin duo with a fellow TSO violinist, Claire Sims. Um, we named ourselves Sonority Sisters and we started playing at events just around Toronto and in our communities. Um, and so that kept us active and engaged, I think, uh, in the city. And yeah, you know, coming back to work with the TSO has definitely changed things for me. And so it's exciting to get to play more uh, orchestra repertoire right now and just kind of come back to some semblance of life pre-pandemic. Yeah, for sure. And I understand, speaking of engaged, that you were trying to plan a wedding during the pandemic. Yes, I we planned technically three weddings. So oh the third gosh. one worked out kind of in that little sliver of time where um, it was like before Delta kicked up, but also, yeah, so it, it kind of worked out perfectly, but yeah, it, it did happen and we have, we've moved past it <laughs> now. So yeah. Well, congratulations. And Thank you. And congratulations also to getting back on stage with the TSO. And as you say, you know, it's nice to get back to some normal, you know, vibe uh, and some of your, your you know, regular life. Uh, how is the atmosphere in the orchestra right now coming back after a second hiatus? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's interesting because the first, you know, when we really came back in October, it was like this excitement that was just like palpable. Like, you know, we hadn't been there for so long. It was our first time having the audience on stage at RTH. And I mean, that was just so exciting, you know, just from our perspective, but also the energy that we got from the people in the hall. And I, I feel like it's been a little bit different this time around because, you know, January, obviously we had some cancellations and then coming back in February to a smaller audience, it doesn't feel quite the same, but I think it will pick up over the coming months for sure but it does it does feel good to be back um i will say the start stop thing has been pretty challenging um you know physically playing but also you know just mentally too you know coming back and not coming back and and all of that so yeah yeah definitely hard to maintain a zone one way or the other yeah mm -hmm. so you're going to be very soon stepping in front of the orchestra as soloist in Carl Nielsen's flute concerto. Tell yes. us a bit about this piece. I know it was written in 1926. How would you describe the style? Um, so I think it really just, it showcases so many different elements that the flute can do, basically. Um, you know, you have really delicate, soft moments, but then you have, you know, some extreme, loud, technical, fast ranges you know that the flute can play and so i think it's just a really good showcase uh for the instrument i find that it uh just practicing the flute part it's it's a little bit fragmented and hard to understand but you know the great thing is when it gets to be played in the orchestra it's so collaborative with the orchestra parts i feel like it's well written for every single person that um is sitting in the room playing uh so i'm really excited to just get in there and play it with everybody and really have that dialogue is this a piece, have you played it with orchestra before or is this a debut for you? 
I haven't played it. So this is a, this is a debut. I studied it in school, but that is obviously not the same thing. So. No, I was going to say, because I, I was wondering, you know, I, I would imagine, of course, this would be a piece that you would learn, you know, while you're studying. So mm -hmm. you probably played it a lot with piano reduction. And I'm wondering mm -hmm. if there's something in particular in the piece that you're really looking forward to having the actual orchestration for. Yeah, I mean, there's so much the piano reduction is good to an extent, I think, but there are moments that I feel like the piano can't really capture the colors uh, quite as well as the actual orchestra part. Um, you know, there's a lot like with timpani and also um, I'm just thinking of a really interesting dialogue with clarinet that takes place. And, you know, I'm good friends with so many people in the orchestra. And so I'm just excited to to work closely with all of them. So, yeah, that's what that's what makes it fun for me. That's fantastic. And uh, the orchestra is going to be led by Chinese American conductor Jian Zhang. Have you worked with her before? I haven't. I've only heard good things and I'm excited to meet her. I'm wondering too, actually, because this is something that I ask everybody in the TSO about your secret art, the secret art of your role in the orchestra. So when you're back in the orchestra and your principal flute, what is particular to the role of principal flute that may not be obvious to the audience, but maybe not even to your colleagues? Mm -hmm. um, you know, in some ways, you know, I feel like when people think of a principal musician or principal flute, they think, oh, that's like the number one or like the best chair or like whatever, but it actually really is just, it, it's indicative of the part that I play, um, which is just the, the first flute part. And every single person in the section has, I think an equal role. It's just a very different role. You know, whenever it says flute one, um, that's what I will play. And a lot of times I'll split that with our associate principal. Um, so, you know, she might play the first half of the concert or a concerto with a soloist or something like that. And I might play the second half. And yeah, then you have the second flutist who I think is the hardest working person in the orchestra because she's there all the time. <laughs> she doesn't have anyone to rotate off with and she's um, constantly having to match whatever we're doing. So she's aware, um, at least for me, of my own personal strengths and weaknesses more than anybody else <laughs> in the orchestra. And then you have um, Piccolo, which is, you know, obviously the highest voice of the orchestra. And it's it's interesting because I always think of Piccolo as like somebody who is really exposed a lot of the time. And so whenever the Piccolo is playing, it's like very has to be very on all the time. Yeah, you can't miss it. You don't miss it when the Piccolo is on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's fantastic that you're going to be playing the Nielsen Concerto. And I know the audience has got a chance to hear you a couple of years ago. Maybe it was three or four even years ago now, back when I think it was Barbara Hannigan was leading and you played um, Xerinx, Xerinx for yeah. uh, and yeah. that was it was a great opportunity to to hear you and it was absolutely stunning. So I'm sure the Nielsen is going to be fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, toy toy. And uh, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.